The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, this is episode 8 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am Craig Williams. And I'm Sean Thompson. And we are going to talk about a lot of Universal stuff today. Like, we always talk about Universal stuff. It's usually the main topic of our show. It is, especially for this one. It's even more Universal than a normal Universal show. Okay. Um, There's multiple things we're not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about City Walk. We're not going to talk about Harry Potter. That's a lie. Of course. We're going to talk about Harry Potter. Well, yeah, we have to Are we going to talk about Harry the Potter. kennels that live inside the parking garage? We're, I think we covered that on the last show. I don't show. think we did because I went back to Universal and I still could not find them. Well, not you, that I was really looking, looking for them. You're not looking hard enough then. I mean, okay. it's, it's really easy to find them if you're looking. You just kind of got to look into your soul and it'll That's be there. That's weird. Okay. Or you can just follow signs, ask a team member. That's kind of what they're getting paid for, is to answer Yeah, but then what am I going to say when I don't have a dog in the car? I don't... Okay. Bring a dog. All right, I'll just find one. Go to the pound. They're only like $12. Is that how much a dog costs? I don't know. I don't have one. <laughs> sure, if you get a pit bull... I feel like bowl, they're more expensive than $12. You get a pit bull. You're offending people You're right now. Like, <laughs> you really are. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, well, today on the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition, we're going to talk about uh, rides that are so bad, just so, so terrible, that it makes them good. Yeah, because there's like this weird spectrum, right? So when something approaches so bad, yeah, it kind of like reverts itself and becomes good again. Well, it absolutely does. Yeah. I mean, that, it's kind of like the biggest thing is movies. Like, you're watching a terrible, terrible movie, yeah. and then at the end of it, you're like, well, I, I really enjoyed it. I know... I know how bad it was, but I like it. Kind of. I mean, the one that comes to my mind is is Armageddon. Like, okay. It is just a terrible movie. Michael Bay at his, well, it, potentially his absolute worst. Uh, just throwing in random explosions, making making sound happen in space whenever that can't happen. You, but you secretly love Michael Bay movies. Oh, I love Michael yeah. Bay movies. Maybe it's not secret then. It's not. Maybe you tweet I, about it. I, I probably have in the past, okay. but no, I love Michael Bay movies. But I can admit how terrible they are. They are. But terrible. They're so terrible that they're good. I can't think of an example for me. Okay. All the movies I love are fantastic. Uh, I I don't know about that. I, I could you argue sleeping? that. I could argue that. Sandra Bullock's finest work. All right. What? Maybe Safe Harbor. What was that movie? Safe Haven. Safe Haven. That was a quality movie. I don't think you liked that movie. No, I never watched the full thing. Is I that the one it. that we were watching on? Okay. You that know, is the Nicholas Sparks. You know what? Yeah. Let's kind of get away from this part, though, because it has nothing to do with All Universal, right. I guess in right. essence. Um, but what does have stuff to do with Universal is Harry Potter. What's happening with Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Well, lots of stuff's happening with Harry yeah. Potter. Um, well, it's it's May, and, you know, May's a good time of year, just in general. Okay. Uh, and, you know, Harry Potter is coming. It's going to be opening up soon. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. I heard that once. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't know when it's going to open up yet. They still it's haven't It's still a secret. They haven't released any dates. Every time I go past there, they seem to be very close. Well, I mean, there's signs up. There's street signs. The fountain, I think yesterday they just finished the... 
oh, it's an earthquake. Uh, they just finished the uh, Cupid Fountain yeah. in the London Square area. But uh, no, that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Sure. Uh, whenever we were there on, I guess that would have been Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I mean, this it looks nearly finished at this point. It's it's getting to the point where uh, hopefully things are going to start soft opening up really soon. Still don't even know about that. Uh, I mean, all the rumors are circulating to a, uh, a, a mid-June to late-June opening date. Okay. So so that, that means, like, soft opening would happen before then. Exactly. Okay. And uh, even heard something along the lines of uh, soft openings could happen for the, the shops and everything first, and then after that, the rides, depending on how stubborn they are. But who knows? Do you mean stubborn or safe? Stubborn. Okay. You know, new technology never wants to cooperate. Yeah, but I think um, I would rather them spend more time to oh, make sure they're safe. Oh, Lucy's behind us now. Oh! That's a disaster. Don't look, everybody. But we'll get to disaster, too. Okay. But no, I just wanted to, to mention Diagon Alley. It's still nothing new. No. Nope. But, however, in terms of Harry Potter, uh, Zonko's is, is finally gone. Well, it was gone finally, for a while. Yeah. It's finally been born anew is larger than life honeydukes it's huge in there now it is but i like it even though they have expanded it it still felt crowded in there for me well that's because there was a lot of people there were a lot of people yeah but i like that the way they they moved they were cash registers to the very end of the room Mm -hmm. so back i'm having a hard time picturing the old store zonko's um but it it's on that far left wall when yeah. you walk in well, Zonko's was just a nightmare. Like all yeah. that, it, it's very, very tight. I mean, you couldn't fit more than one person looking at each side of an aisle, and it was kind of just like separated in an L shape where the the cash register is now. But sure. then there was huge, huge uh, shelving going okay. all the way up to the walls. I mean, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, it's. I, I'm glad they did keep the exterior. Of Zonko, so it, it still looks like you're going to go into Zonko's, but everything inside is all honeydukes, uh, so that way you can you can rot your teeth even more now. Sure, in a bigger fashion. And uh, what, what I also like about the exterior, as you mentioned, the windows are still there. Yeah, sometimes even improved. Mm-hmm. So there, I don't know if they're necessarily new, but the animatronics are all working. Yeah, and they look great. So I, exactly, I think that's more or less a case of. A lot of the animatronics in those windows, they just kind of let go into disrepair. Sure. Sad. But now it's working. It's beautiful. It's great. I love it. My favorite one was actually the Wizard's Chess display, which is actually on the facade of the old Zonkos. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. They do an animatronic thing where the the knight moves, and so does the bishop. What is it? Is it a bishop? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know chess. The knight and I think... well. The, was that the king or the queen? It was someone. One of those royalty people. I honestly wasn't. I was paying attention uh, to the knight because the, the horse's the head falls off. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, you just spoiled the word for it, everybody. I am yeah. so sorry, people. Um, don't go to Universal now. It's just over. Craig's ruined, ruined it for, for you. you. Yeah. But, uh, so. Okay, so that's, that's how you do That's yeah. kind of, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the news. It's not really news. Uh, in other news, Mardi Gras still happening. It is still happening. Four months later. I feel like we did this same exact update, like, yeah. two months ago. I think there's only five concerts left. Yeah, but that's still too much. I don't even yeah. want to talk about it. I okay, just wanted to fine. make the joke that Mardi Gras is oh, still Oh, it was hilarious. Happen. It really killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is still happening. So, just like my jokes, so bad, it's good. Mm, okay. Is that a little strong? Yeah, that's a stretch. So, I, I mean, the whole reason why we're doing this segment, and we did just go in a giant circle, but the whole reason we're doing it is I think the main feedback we're getting from a lot of people is they enjoy us, 
Except for the one guy on iTunes that wishes you would stop laughing at your Why notes. are you referencing that? <laughs> because I That was a it. private conversation. <laughs> we do not need to bring it up now. <laughs> Oops, now we're laughing at ourselves. <laughs> I can't believe I'm laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. this is a good moment to so, say go on iTunes and leave us a review. Yeah, because it we're in our separate feed. And we if are. you haven't subscribed yet, do so. That would help us out, too. Yeah. But, um, no, so... You know, um, lost oh. my train of thought. Well, what are we talking about this week? So it's bad, so bad it's, it's so good. good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah, everyone's always talking about, like, they love us, but they have no interest in going to Universal. And as a human being, I don't understand how that's possible. It's got everything. It's got Jurassic Park. It's got superheroes. It's got Harry Potter. It's got giant robots battling in Transformers. It's got Simpsons. It's got beer. It's got good food. It's got good family fun. Yep, it's all got of those things. Theodore Geisel. I don't know that person. Is that Mark Twain? Mark Twain, yes. Okay. Um, from As a human, you said you can't understand that viewpoint. I totally understand that standpoint. And I was that way for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Universal just had no appeal to me. But now that's changing. Because I've gone for Harry Potter, I've gone for events, and now that I have annual pass, I've been going and I've been finding these things mm-hmm. that aren't the you know major attractions. They're not the Hulk. They're not the Transformers ride. Yeah. They're not these kind of big e-ticket things that Universal really advertises all over the place. But they're still things that are quality, and I think that people can go there and spend time with and, then, and still enjoy themselves. Yeah, but then, I mean, we have to admit it. There's things there that aren't quality either. Uh, not that that's not true at Disney sure. as well. Uh, I mean, I'm... Over the uh, the 25th anniversary of Hollywood Studios, we we rediscovered the uh, the uh, the backlot tour. We did rediscover it. We did rediscover yeah. it with Catastrophe Canyon, and I mean, that's that's one of those rides that jumps into mind. Like it is just so terribly bad, but it, it makes it good. I mean. You know, every, it's still a good time. I think there's yeah. a couple things that go against it. Kind of the cheesy factor. There's some some parts that aren't that great. I think also the length is kind of a deterrent. I oh mean, yeah, it's, it's 48 minutes long, pushing oh, an hour. No. Um, but, but still, it's great. I mean, it's it's you would say it's probably so bad it's good. No, and I, I mean, even the same for Universe of Energy with Ellen. I mean, I, I know you love. I love that ride. Love it. Really love it. But I think it still fits in that category. It's it part is. of the, what I love about it is the cheesy bad factor of it. Yeah. I mean, I made a joke that the animatronic looks like Owen Wilson. Well, it does. It but, absolutely does. But that's universal. It, it has that too. And you know, as much as we do love the park, we have to admit there are. Bad, bad things yeah. in there. But then there are those ones that it's so bad it's good. And let's just jump right into it. And okay. I know this one's almost offensive to you because you don't want to admit it's so bad. No, I don't. It's good, because I love it. It's actually probably one of my favorite things in the Universal Studios Park. And what is that? It's Lucy, a mm-hmm. tribute. It's a tiny walkthrough thing, which I think if I were to compare it to anything at Disney, it would probably be one man's dream, um, only in the exhibit style that it's presented oh. in. It's just windows. It's very museum-like. You walk in. Um, they have awards that were given to Lucy. They have dresses. They yeah. have memorabilia from her career. Uh, it goes into, like, show props. One of my favorite things they have at Lucy Attribute is the exact replica floor model of the soundstage yeah. where they film the show. And so it's you can look down on the soundstage, see where the audience sat for the different tapings. You can see how the rooms were laid out, how they filmed all these things. Uh, so, okay. I No, I, I, I get you every part of it. Yeah. The, the one thing I, I think we need to stress for people who haven't been there, walkthrough is being very, very generous. It is... 
You, if you have really good eyesight, you can see everything from where you enter in the door all the way to the okay, back. That's a stretch. I mean, you can you walk twenty steps and you're all the way around this place. Like to to have a tribute to an icon like Lucille Ball and then put it in this one tiny tiny. I can get behind room. that. Yeah, sure. It should be a lot bigger. Um, but I also think that if you're a real fan, you you would definitely appreciate this. It they is, have her costumes. They have her weight. I don't know if they're her. But that's wigs, why I'm but trying to look at like the bad stuff in it, like the quiz that they have in the there. The quiz, yeah. They they have little stations where you stand at a computer and answer questions about different Lucy episodes, and it is, and it's it's about their travel across to California yeah. too, and you know you you can miss each question like five times before you have it to start the, all the over park. again. Yeah, but I mean. You do it once, and it's not like there's multiple quizzes. There's not different ones. It's like this whole big quiz thing that you're going to do when you're in there. And then it, it's literally nothing. It's it's just dumb. It, it is nothing. And I, I will also admit that I think for, the most, for most people out there, this isn't going to be a big draw. Yeah. It's going to be, oh, it's raining. Let's go inside. Or it's hot. I need air conditioning. So go inside the Lucy thing. Yeah. I, I'm sure that's how most people feel, but Fun. I I think it's great, and I it's attached to a gift shop, so they have Lucy merchandise, Lucy magnets, whatever. And the people working in the gift shop spend more time actually watching the clips that roll continuously. Than, they don't acknowledge doing you. Work. They don't they acknowledge don't. you. They watch Lucy all day. But you got to be honest. We you do the exact oh, same thing. Absolutely, I would. And and I don't want to seem overly harsh on it. I I love it in there. Yeah. I actually I watched a lot of I Love Lucy growing up. Uh, sure. On Nick at night. So it, it's it's one of my favorite classic shows, but uh, it just it's bad. I mean, especially when you do compare it to like One Man's Dream, yeah. where they go all out explaining this whole long story. This is just sure, like, and that is a bad comparison. It's just I wanted to connect it with something in the same style, exhibit it, style. Yeah, yeah, but in terms of comparisons, it's it's it not even pales. <laughs> no, 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 no. But however, the the next, I think we can move on to that. And I'm, I'm good with Lucy. I mean, I, everyone knows that I love yeah, it. Yeah, and it's it's. We, we consider it bad, but so bad it's good, but it's also the least one. This next one is bad, but some could argue that it, it's plain bad, and that's that's Twister. Ride it out. Yeah, make sure you say the title right c- correctly, because it's okay. Twister dot dot dot. Oh. Ride it out. I'm so I'm so sorry that I okay. forgot about yeah, the dot dot Please remember the ellipses. Now. Yeah, it's the most important part of the title. Um, and this ride, well, it just celebrated its its sweet 16 on uh, Sunday. You were so excited. May 4th. I mean, it's, yeah. well, it's a big deal. 16 years. It's It can now learn how to drive. Sure. If attraction's good. That's, that's about all I got for yeah, it. Yeah, that was great. But, uh, you know, Twister got brought in May 4th, 1998. I read it something was, very interesting that it was supposed to open in March. Mm-hmm. You know the story? It was supposed to open in March, but there were actually really bad tornadoes in Orlando. Yeah. So they pushed it back as to not be offensive or something. I don't know, out of respect. Which is kind of funny, too, because then whenever you're in the queue and, well, not in the queue, whenever you're in the show, they're talking about how, oh, we're we're filming Twister. And right whenever we're filming in Wakita, that's when all the Twisters ran through and we had to we had to delay filming. Exactly. Because they don't want to hurt Helen Hunt. And, but anyways, going back to it. So Twister, it's it's based off of the, the movie of the same name which i've never seen actually how have you never seen it i, I don't know i just haven't uh, seen it well i mean you got oh wow got that a was huge lineup of people. i mean steven spielberg produced it yeah. he didn't direct it okay. of course he didn't direct this piece of crap but he <laughs> <laughs> how have you not seen twister oh this piece of crap i mean well <laughs> i i went with my parents i mean it was the biggest thing we always i mean it, 
Never mind. It's the never biggest mind. thing in 1996. When it's, was it? I don't know. It's 96 or 97. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, you got Bill Paxton. You have Helen Hunt. You have um, Philip Swarmy. Philip Swarmy? Dustin was Philip saying it Seymour. as I was about to say it, so it kind of made me sweet. Sure, sure, sure. But Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, the guy who plays Ferris Bueller's best friend. Okay. I don't know his um, name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, and a huge, huge soundtrack headline with Van Halen's Shine On. Sure. Um, because that's your favorite Van Halen classic. It is. Uh, but no, it's... And I'm sure there's there are other celebrities in there. Oh, um, Carrie Yules. Or Elway's. Elvis, how, yeah. However we say it. Yeah. He, Princess Bride. He's the bad guy in it. Why is there a bad guy in a movie about a twister? Shouldn't the twister be the bad guy? <laughs> no, if only. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see this if movie. If only. It is. Okay. Rumble. I mean, it was great back whenever you were kids. What is he, summon now... the twister? <laughs> no. Okay. He just summon the twister. They're just butting heads. They're scientists okay. going back and forth on each All other. Right. It's, okay, it's okay. Bill Paxton versus Carrie Elway's and... I mean, there's never been a, a more intense battle. There hasn't. No, it's, I mean you have to remember, the Twister is classified as a severe storm. On the what scale? On the the Fujita scale. Fujita, yes. The Fujita scale, also known as the Finger of God. These are just some of the. These are the lines I the have. Lines. A okay, I'm, I'm missing out. Well, yeah. Well, it, if you would have paid attention during the show, which you didn't, well, the pre-show parts. Oh, so you walk in, I you watched. walk past cows, and like, I saw them. You know, everyone yeah. knows the flying cows from the movie, and and you go in, and it starts with two screens, and on the left side is Bill Paxton, and on the right side is Helen Hunt. Yeah. And the reason for this is because whenever they were filming the movie. They they got so fed up with each other and so disgusted that whenever it came time to do this attraction tie-in, they didn't want to film anything together. So they refused to be on camera together. So I have a feeling I know whose fault that is. Whose? I would blame that on Bill Paxton. No, not you Bill think it's Paxton. Okay. It can't be Bill Paxton. Nah, he was great. in Titanic. I know. He was <laughs> he's in so many classic James Cameron movies. Um, but... So they won't be on camera together. And you can tell, you can still tell in the videos, even though they didn't film it together, they still have like the most hateful, disgusted looks. Well, because I'm sure like the director's telling them, oh, Helen, look to the left because Bill's going to be on another screen. And so she shoots this like nasty look over to the the left. Yeah. And that's whenever they they say like just the dumbest lines, like, it's awful. The F5 tornado, also known (laughs) as the finger of God. Like, Bill's the worst. How. I don't know who wrote these lines, but they just, I hope they got fired. I'm sure they have. Burned away. Um, but, you know, it's just bad stuff. Like, whenever you enter the, the second room where it looks like a tornado just came through and ripped apart and there's the floor's uneven sure. and then there's power lines everywhere and static and it's windy and yeah. cold. So that's kind of, so there's a pre-show. You watch that yeah. video, you know, you see them hate each other. Then you get released into another section, which is kind of like this long kind of row of hallways yeah and that's where it looks like you're walking through a house that's been torn apart yeah it, there's it, crap everywhere it's, it's even more terrible bill paxton lines and that's where the uh, scientists classify tornadoes as a severe storm like yeah that's a shocker i didn't know it, it reminds me of this terrible movie that was released in like 2008 uh strange wilderness with steve zahn where they come up with all these animal references like bears were named after a chicago football team and like that's kind of where they wrote the lines at yeah is this a real Twister. movie or did you just make it, it up? is a real movie okay, it's, a, it's a terrible movie too uh if only we had a, a whole terrible movie thing but um 
So Twister, you go through the house and then you enter the the main room, which is set up to it's set up in a uh, a fashion that looks like the drive-in scene from the movie, which you've never seen. No, but I can appreciate it. I really, really can. Yeah. yeah. And so they kind of recreate a tornado in there, and I, I don't know That's how it's all you done. Can, I, it's magic, I think. It is. It's movie magic. It's movie magic. Yeah. So you stand in three rows, very similar to the uh, the water Pearl Harbor scene in Backlot Tour. Yeah. Is what it reminds me of. There's mm-hmm. kind of tiered standing seating, and there's ro- not seating, standing room. Um, and then you stand up against like this railing, and mm-hmm. then stuff happens, and the well, lights a, go out. A tornado comes. That's the stuff I was referring to. Yeah. And they even have a, a stupid plastic cowl that flies past it. Oh, he's great. I love how you can still see the wires. He just <laughs> flies right by, and everyone gasps. Actually, during the cow, everyone laughs. Because <laughs> it's taken seriously. It's just, it's a really bad ride. Not a, It's not a ride, it's an attraction. Yeah. It's a walkthrough attraction, and it is really bad. However, you cannot go through it without just laughing at this stuff. I mean, it is hilarious. It is hilarious. Like, it is, I mean, it's... It's almost my definition of so bad it's good. There's one that makes that's like at the pinnacle. Oh, so sure, bad, we have one good. that's way better, but this is but very close to. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know anyone who hasn't been through it once that can't admit that it's bad, but they still love it. They still want to do it again. I mean, it's it's a rainy day attraction. Whenever whenever it's thunderstorming, roller coasters are closed. You have nothing else to do. Go sure. on Twister. And I mean, I think they even tried to get rid of it at one point, and then there was like fan outcry, so they had to bring it back. It was they moved it seasonal. I, I would have. I, you, I mean, you would have changed yourself to the to Helen Hunt's director's chair. I'll, you have, I'll, I'll trust you on that. But well, yeah, Helen Hunt has a director's chair. Yeah, because she was the director. She's pretty important. Yeah. But no, I I love Twister. Um, and I I can't wait to talk about the the next the final the one. But um, before we do that, uh, I think that we're gonna need to take a quick break. Oh, okay. Just because I'm getting really parsed. You're getting parsed. Parsed. Parched. Parched. That's there you go. The it's word. okay. It's the same it's thing. Words. Now we're gonna do that, and then also whenever we come back, we're gonna announce the winners, their names. Oh yeah. That won the great grand prizes. Because we lie so, every show about this. We, we say it's gonna we happen really. next week, and then last week we said it was gonna happen secretly over email, and now we're just gonna announce them. And the fact is, we just really don't care that much. Yes, we do. Don't say that. <laughs> okay, I don't care. We'll be Chill back. Okay. We'll be back right after this quick break. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect trip to Universal, whether you stay on-site at one of the world-class hotels or are in need of theme park tickets with round-trip transportation to and from Walt Disney World. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. So we're back. and, uh, and Welcome back. Welcome back. Cotter. Okay. I think that was a show. I, it, I wasn't was alive for it, but I think it was a show. But, you know, here at the Universal Edition, we're all about Harry Potter. So, please, make it Welcome Back, welcome back Potter. Welcome Back, Potter. Yeah. I remember that show. Lightning can strike twice. Okay, so where were we? Oh, so bad, it's good. If you're, just, if you're just tuning in. So, so bad. If you're just tuning in, if you're one of those people who decides to go on YouTube or on podcasts or on live stream and just click, like, in the middle point say I'll, I'll go from the middle and see if i like it from that before we talked about how lucy attribute and and twister, twister. dot 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 ride, ride it, it out. out yeah are so bad it's good but we saved the ride slash attraction that is so so bad it's amazing 
for last. And that is Poseidon's Fury. Poseidon's Fury. Poseidon's Fury. It, is islands the best. of Adventure. Uh, okay, well, so should I start talking about? Let's describe it. Start talking about the good things. Okay, so it's right <laughs> out across from Mythos Restaurant, which mm-hmm. is a fairly well-known restaurant. It's in the. I'm forgetting the name of the, the land. Lost Continent. Lost Continent is the name of the land. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very, uh, I don't know, like kind of Merlin, not Merlin, but what's like fantasy kind of theme well, to yeah, the whole the land. Lo- the Lost Continent was, it's kind of based off of old areas of fiction. So like this was the whole like um, the, the Greek, gods, Greek gods, those yeah. tales. And then where Dragon Challenge and Flight of the Hippogriff was, that's well where they are now. Sure. That used to be like part Unicorn. of Merlin's Merlin. and okay. uh, King Arthur, kind of that kind of theming. And But this, this is the part that still survives to and, this and day. It, and it thrives, I would say. It not only survives, but it thrives. And so like outside, you have this huge hand holding a trident to remind you that it is Poseidon. Yeah. Then there's like random feet from a statue that has oh, been yeah. fallen down long, long time ago. It, I mean, it's been this, I think it's been here for what, 3,000 years? Three, if right? not. I mean, oh my God, not so, more. Old, so old. Okay, I, I think before we go even further, we have to say the exterior of this place is beautiful. It's massive. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. It is stunning. It is, it's, it, it's universal creative at their best, uh, showing off this whole landscape of what used to be and, but that's that's kind of where it ends. Oh, I, I, okay. Well, I, th- okay. I would continue okay. a little bit further. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I okay. think you know the building looks great. It's got like these cool like fountains, faces with yeah. like spitting water. Uh-huh. There's fire everywhere. It's... There's fire on the right, and then there's water okay. on the left. You're right for symbolism. And he spits for... it in a dolphin. You're right because dolphins <laughs> equal water. I think fire equals what what is the fire coming well according to the simpsons dolphins used to roam on the land until we pushed them into the sea it just took one push it's probably a shove okay okay um then okay so is that enough for the outside there's it's kind of this huge building there's Mm -hmm. a queue that kind of goes through these gardens there's fountains water everywhere then you get inside Mm -hmm. and it's extremely dark like it took probably a good two minutes for my eyes to adjust yeah it's like pitch black dark then you go through this queue, and uh, first, let's say that the the wait time was listed at forty minutes. Yep. Well, the next tour, because you're oh, going next a, tour, sure, you're sure. going in a, a tour, a tour, this whole area, and uh, so it it said forty minutes. I think we only waited about twenty, but it, I I mean, yeah. it seemed like forty. Oh gosh, it seemed like yeah, it 40 seemed minutes. like an eternity. <laughs> it was such a yeah. long wait. Uh, this is one if you have Express Pass, use use it wisely because they only had to wait. Well, basically the same time. If they walked in at the same it, time as us, they waited. It's all the about same timing time. when the yeah. next show is going to go. So you don't want to walk in forty minutes before the next show starts. You're yeah. going to want to don't do that. You know, do other things outside. Um, but then, yeah, if you wait in this big long queue, there's different chambers. It reminds me kind of of the aerial um, journey of the Little Mermaid queue and the fact that there's like what <laughs> I, I get to. Ariel. I said Ariel. something else. Ariel. It, I said Ariel. Almost. It, it was close. No, it's fine. Look Reminds me of the Ariel Q. How's that? Yes. We'll, we'll just go with that. So All right. You get there. And that's... Okay. Well, let's just skip to the... Let's anyway. Let's get rid of you the get Q. To this. The Q's pretty. It is pretty. It's dark. It's pretty. Let's, no, but let's there's move like, on. Okay, fine. So we go into the uh, the room 
where uh, we meet our our tour guide. It was a chamber, like an old. Yes, an old chamber. An old like because you're in Greece. Yes, you've, you've been excavating all these things, mm-hmm. and you found this weird like temple chamber. Mm-hmm. All right, and then there's this little dork that comes out of the ceiling. <laughs> he's like uh, his name's Tyler, <laughs> and he's like this archaeologist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. The the doctor is. The so tour, what is he? What's the tour guide's name? Tyler. Tyler? Yeah, no, because I made a joke. It could be a boy or a girl. Okay, yeah. That's Taylor, right. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> so Taylor comes out of the ceiling and he's like doing this shtick about how he's like been working in this like tomb, whatever. With it's not the a doctor. Tomb. With the doctor, but the doctor went missing. The so he's going to start the tour for you. Yeah. All right. So then you're like, oh, God, I was really hoping for the doctor, but whatever. The doctor would have been a lot better because then he, he does this bumbling act where he's he's picking up lights and then all the lights go out and there's a curse yeah, and in then there he automatically has a black light for some reason he has a black he found light, a black light and then he shines it around the room and it ends up being like this incantation <laughs> to bring back the dark lord <laughs> who can only be defeated by poseidon that's exactly what it is in poseidon not just poseidon specifically poseidon's uh is, Tri- his, his trident his trident yeah not the gum well, I think four out of five dentists. Four out of five dentists recommend that they Poseidon do. should defeat bad they, tooth they decay with that. trident. Yeah. But in this case, the trident, the stick with the three ends. The the, the, the pitchfork. The pitch, yeah. The, you know, whatever. The thing you see it in Gladiator, Ben-Hur. Or Little Mermaid. Good. Or Little I mean, Mermaid. it's a thing. But, yeah. So he reads off the incantation. Which and that is, was bad news. It, he should never have done it. And then... <sighs> And then what happens? And then the, the Dark Lord rises. It, the lights go out. Everyone gets horrified. And, uh, I mean, we, there's no way out. But but the Dark Lord just, uh, you yeah. know, he's, he's he got gets a good heart deep down. Oh, he I don't wants, think so. He wants you to make it out of there. He's trapping you in there. He's trapping you in yeah. there. Well, unfor- well, not unfortunately. Unfortunately for us, who have to actually take part in the attraction... You move into another room. We, so fortunately for the people who are enjoying it. It's this constant struggle of, oh, no, there's no way out of here. And then a door opens. And you think, well, if that door opened the whole time, then we had a way out. So every chamber you move into, they say, oh, God, there's no way out. And then something opens. But you don't know that there's... You know, no, I'm just saying. How, how are you to know that you're even going to be able to get out of that next that's, place? That's movie magic, that's, I guess. That's, okay. Yeah. So you move into the next one. And you go into these, like this tiered, tiered, tiered room. Where it goes all the way. Oh, oh wait. We, I think we missed the best part. What part? When you walk, leave the first chamber, the doors open, right? Am I getting the order wrong? You're getting the order wrong. Oh, then never Not mind. Not that one. You don't miss this anything. The next one's where you walk in, and it's kind of like a, a tomb, and there's the With skeletons on the side. And, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And, I mean, basically nothing worthwhile happens in this point, except all of a sudden this, this terrible, terrible <laughs> video starts playing in the top and, screen and it's tiny for for a group of what about 45 to 50 people would you say i would say 50 to 60 okay 50 to 60 yeah. people this video is probably the size of a dinner plate projected on the wall <laughs> so you're looking at this tiny woman talking and you can barely see what she's doing but and, she and my best description of it is like she's wearing egyptian gear kind of <laughs> but she looks like jane curtain <laughs> in coneheads whenever she's making like the gross face like, she, she does and it it's just she's got like fabric hanging down from her head she also kind of reminded me of um, Angelica Houston from Captain Neo, just in that kind of weird oh, outfit, yeah. right? Even like a Catherine 
Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn? Yeah. I, Catherine, oh. Catherine O'Hara? I, anyway. She's terrible. I, I guess yeah. we forgot to part. Uh, the, I, I can't even remember his name. Can you look it up on Wikipedia, the, the Dark Lord? Okay, I will really do my quick. best. I, yeah. yeah, look it okay. up really quick. But he, he also interjects it and kind of reiterates that there's there's no way out. And he's got this like nasty, like really low voice, and he's supposed to scare you, but yeah. he sounds cheesy. Oh, he, he's, he's like the, a B-villain. Yeah. A B-movie villain that you would expect to see at like, Sci-Fi Dine-In on the big screen, like Dr. Zulek or something, and his name... Like, it, it's just terrible. So, Dinner Plate Lady, she's up there. <laughs> and But here's here's where the grand, the grand, grand reveal comes in. She she lets you know that you have to find that trident. She tells you what you need to do to fix this whole situation yeah, and get out of does. this ride. Yeah. She, she tells you. So, yeah. all of a sudden, these two doors open up and revealed the best part of the attraction arguably a spinning uh, circular tube of water it's a water tunnel a water tunnel is what you it's, could call it if you had words i yeah. mean water is being projected so fast around this tube that it it's like you're going through this swirling water uh it, I, I don't even know the best way to describe it it's almost like if moses parted the seas but then it was still going up and around you and and under it's you, unbelievable. And, yeah. and you think like, oh, I'm gonna walk through. I'm gonna be fine. I'm not gonna get wet. And then no, no. the water's falling on you. Of course, they can't. They can't do. We that all had now. our cameras under our shirts. It was. I mean, we were worried for our <laughs> well, lives. I had the Google Glass on, and I'm like, oh, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars down the drain because of a water because tunnel. of Poseidon's fury <laughs> is what it would have been. It was Poseidon. But the, uh, I found the name, and I feel like it's it's it worse no than sense. I could have imagined. Well, okay, Poseidon's not mad know, at us. You don't want to know the name of the bad guy. What was it? Darkanon. <laughs> the, the bad guy's name is Darkanon. <laughs> Sounds like a it's really bad. Okay, uh, Darkanon. Darkanon. So then we move into the final room, which seems like another really closed-off chamber. Oh, this really was amazing. Tight, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll let you go. Okay, I so you're in second. this room, and it's just like every other chamber that you thought you were never going to get out of. And there's like tiered standing room, and so you're standing at this thing, and there's this kind of something's very up close there's kind of like this weird eye thing and then taylor's talking and all of a sudden the room it goes pitch black and everyone kind of screams and then you open your eyes and you're in this huge chamber with statues and waterfalls and specifically a statue of of poseidon Poseidon, the god of water yeah right the god of the seas of the seas yeah yeah so then you're you're in this big thing and then the best part, well, I, sh- I already said the best part was the water tunnel, which I agree with. However, the second best thing <laughs> is these water screens come down. Um, so imagine uh, kind of, I know I keep comparing it to things I shouldn't, but on Pirates, they do a projection on the fog. So it's very similar to that, but this is a water screen. Well, Maybe I, Phantasmic? Yeah, this is very Phantasmic World okay, of Color. And sure. I, you know, this this has been around since uh, the park opened in 99. So I know Phantasmic's been around a lot longer, but... It's the same type of technology projecting on water screens. And, I mean, it actually it looks really good. However, everything about the actors, the, the <laughs> costumes. I think that they were trying to save money, and they filmed it in someone's garage with costumes they bought at Party City. This is what, imagine, so it Poseidon and Darkanon. But before we get to okay. Poseidon, Darkanon. Oh, it's just Darkanon. Darkanon is just purely pissed off at Taylor for wanting to save the day. I and, mean, poor Taylor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, he's just an expedition guide. 
kind of. He's not even an expedition guide. He was thrust into this role without yeah. wanting to be in Well, he there. read the incantation, so technically it's all his fault. So I don't it feel is. that bad. So Darkanon's all yeah. pissed off and trying to go after him. And, you know, shooting fire effects across and then water shooting up in the air. And it's just terrible. And finally, Taylor decides that he needs to just stand up for himself and save he the day. He finally did. He needs to give that trident to Poseidon to bring him to life. Yeah. And, oh... What I remember now, so he he had the like crazy task of climbing up this mountain and climbing up to the Poseidon statue and placing the trident right back in his it hands. It was easily six to seven stairs. I think it was seven stairs. <laughs> it I was, think it was seven stairs. It was it was a climb. I mean, but good for him. I mean, he did it. Oh yeah, he did. And then the amazing part happened. The, then oh. Poseidon, the garage filmed version of Poseidon, comes up on the screen and they duel. They they fight it out and. Oh, God, I've it's never just, seen special effects so great. I mean, Poseidon's shooting water one way, and Darkanon is shooting fire, and then Poseidon sends the fire back to Darkanon. Lots of fire. <laughs> they, I mean, they. I think they end up punching each other. I think they resort to punching. <laughs> well, they're, like, they're hitting each other. Trident, or Darkanon has his, like, staff, and Poseidon yeah. has the trident, and they're, like, fighting, but it's, it's like, this... It's kind of like Star Wars Episode Four lightsaber fighting before they kind of knew how well to do it. So it's very slow, very timed out, and just yeah, absolutely. I mean, the choreography horrible. is amazing. Yeah, you don't agree. You've seen better. I'm sorry, I, I do agree. But okay, to make a long story short, well, I, I, we're going to talk like we talked like 15 minutes on this this ride. But it's. It's that bad. Yeah, it is really bad. But, uh, you know, of course, Zeus, or not Zeus, sorry, Poseidon wins. He yeah. he has to. Well, it's funny you say Zeus to. because the old story was like Atlantis and Zeus versus Poseidon, mm-hmm. which would have been t- amazing. Yeah, but, oh, well. hey, we things, get Darkanon. things changed. Darkanon was yeah. pretty, pretty awesome. So, you know, Poseidon wins, and he lets us all free, and that's it. And then you're left with thinking that was that was the past however many minutes of my life. For us, it was probably close to 35, including the queue and the, and the show. Sadly enough, yeah. I'll do it again, like, on a slow day. Oh, no. I, that's, here's where the classic distinction comes in. It, it literally was so bad, but we were just looking at each other. That was my first time doing it, too. Well, I mean... I think the funniest part was I was super into it. Even after the dinner plate lady, like, I was, like, really feeling how, how adventurous it was. Like, I was really into it until we were in the last room and then Darkanon showed up on that screen. And I audibly went, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I said it out loud. <laughs> it, was, it was that bad. But it, it's in its own, like, tier of attractions. Like, yeah. I... I, I hate to say, like, it's worth $95 oh, to get it to Universal to do it. <laughs> go do that in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Then and you out, you're sold, yeah. <laughs> just go and do that. That's all you need. Forget about Spider-Man, all that other good yeah. stuff. That, that's really it. All you need is Poseidon's Fury. Yeah. I. So that is our, our top pick for So Bad It's Good. Exactly, yeah. But going along with that, there's, there's also times where things can be so bad that they're also just just awful plain bad and whenever we were kind of researching for this and going to these attractions i we had we had a select few in mind about like what were the ones that were so bad that they might be good and uh i mean there's one like sinbad the the stunt show that's right beside poseidon's fury everyone knows that that's terrible i've never seen it it's just it sounds terrible whenever you're walking past It, it can't be good 
I've never seen anyone walk out smiling, saying like Sinbad. That's the greatest thing ever. So if any if anyone can correct me in this and they like Sinbad, go ahead and do it. I, I would love to hear about it. Um, and eventually I'll do it and get to it. But then two of them came to mind where we, you know, I I'll, I'll just flat out say a lot of people do enjoy Beetlejuice and uh, Disaster. A major motion picture ride starring you. So we went into these two thinking that they were going to end up on our So Bad It's Good list. Yeah. Because we've heard that they were enjoyable to some people. Yeah. We knew that they involved some of our favorite actors of film and screen. Well, I've done done Chris... Or, wow. Oh. I'm just jumping ahead. Well, there you go. I've done Christopher Walken. Hey. No. Uh, I hope it was enjoyable for I, you. I, I've done dis- Disaster before. Sure. I don't know why I'm just all over the You're place You're too right excited now, about it. Yeah, it's okay. I've done Disaster before, and I, I thought I enjoyed it the first time around. Yeah. But anyways, well, I, I think we should start with Beetlejuice. Well, let's start with Beetlejuice, because yeah. this is a show, uh, a stage show where you sit in a theater. And actually, I was familiar with it because of the Rocky Horror um, yeah. show that they do, do during Halloween Horror Nights. So I kind of was familiar with the seating, you know, this is stage and everything. Yeah. And I went into it kind of excited because I do enjoy the Rocky Horror Picture Show that they do during Halloween. Yeah, but in, in Beetlejuice, before the show, he's out talking to people and he's and doing photo opportunities and he, he nails Michael oh, he's Keaton great. as Beetlejuice. And I think we both need to say that we both love the movie Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. No, I... I like, I went into this with high hopes. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's one of Tim Burton's best movies. And the actor that plays Beetlejuice does a great job playing Beetlejuice. This was awful. <laughs> that was just awful. First of all, they only have two songs licensed. And one of them is Sweet Dreams by Annie Lennox, or the Eurythmics. I don't know which one it is. Well, it's a monster mashup. So okay, they, sure. They so it's, songs and they, they do, do mashups of it. And um, before, it was just like the old show. Like they had uh, like Living on a Prayer and um, so You Shook Me All Night Long was a part of it. But it starts off with Beetlejuice like picking up. I mean, there's going to be a picture up there, but it's in the back of the one in between us. Beetlejuice picks up these shrunken heads and... You know, it starts into Shake Senora Shake. And and I kind of got excited because I like the movie. That would have been great. But instead, it, it goes 360 from that and then goes into some of the worst songs in the world. Oh, I don't want to criticize the songs. I like the songs by themselves. However, they oh, sh- you like What Does the Fox Say or whatever? No, that, no. You like that song? I don't think they did that. Be- oh, it they was did. in there. Okay, I didn't video it. It was in there. <laughs> okay, I thought they did the Harlem Shake. No, they didn't do it. They, they did the fall. Okay, I got they the, did the songs. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, but I do like some of the songs they covered. But first of all, they only had like two or three that they paid their rights to. So they sang those, those, those songs, crappy songs. I'll say it. <laughs> Fine. And then the characters are weird. So you have Frankenstein. You have the bride of Frankenstein. The Wolfman. Yeah. You have Dracula. And then... The, the best. Oh, you have Cleopatra. But then the best of all of them is this weird Phantom of the Opera character that they've made up to turn into a woman named Fantasia. Who is that? <laughs> it's just a weird woman. In a... She was kind of the boob lady. She was the boob lady. That's what I was going to say because with other words. I mean, she was in... Uh, I, I want to stress <laughs> it. They're, they're, they're pretty good at singing. These people, okay. aren't, I, uh, these people aren't completely untalented, especially uh, the Cleopatra. She well, she was my favorite. Yeah, well, of course. Okay, so, yeah. So but the sassy back black lady okay. singing was not your favorite. All right, let's move on. Okay. Yeah, but yes, of course, I loved her. She was a very good singer, but I don't know. It was just so weird. It was like thrown together, and oh, it was just awful. I kept wanting it to end. I, I think Rocky Horror should be there year round. I know. I think it, it should it, be too. It wouldn't make sense, but it's just 
it's not good. There's nothing good about it. I, I don't like the songs that they chose for it. I know you, you've you said it multiple times now. You you like the songs, but I don't well, like the songs. Looking back on it, I kind of only really like Sweet Dreams. What else did they sing? Oh, my gosh. It's only been two days. I know, I, but I, I blocked even... it so far. To my... They did this like fake out where you think they're going to start singing Thriller, but obviously they don't have the money to pay for Thriller, so they <laughs> stop. And they're like, trick job or something. I don't even know what he says. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, they did Ballroom Blitz. That's why I've been singing oh, yeah, it like, yeah, yeah. constantly. Uh, oh, and th- then the guitars. That's the part that frustrates oh. the, just the bejesus out of me. That both Beetlejuice and Frankenstein have guitars with no strings on it. It's they're, like, they're come props. on. Even if you sit in the back, back row, which we did, you can still tell that there's no strings on it. I mean, at least put... Uh, well, Beetlejuice says you can't even because it's all twist and tied. Like... Uh, and the other part is he, he was pretending to DJ, so he had like these vinyl records. But like the the, the turntables were like at angles. Well, that, so was, he, that was Fantasia's DJ booth. No, uh, sorry, Beetlejuice. Wow. Sorry, Beetle. I'm getting so passionate about Beetlejuice. He picked up a record and stuck the record vertically on the wall, and it played. Oh, it's stupid. <laughs> I can't handle this. It was bad. It was bad. Yeah. But I, I, I think I, that was actually the worst. But the other one, as we already said. Disaster, a motion major picture starring Ooh, you. The full title ride. is Disaster, a major motion picture ride, dot, 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 starring you. Yeah. To make you excited about this whole process. And that's the best thing about this oh, ride. Christopher Walken yeah. is kind of, well, no, your real host is, what did we decide on, Lonnie? Is oh, that? Lonnie. So he's like this assistant director thing, and yeah. But they're all, they're all we had one that was very exuberant. Yeah. And that's all we'll say about that. Yeah. He, he did a good job, actually. He was good he at what... I mean, yeah. He was so... There, you go into this thing where you're in a big pre-show, and then they mm-hmm. choose these actors, because you're going to be part of the movie. It's starring you in a new motion picture disaster. From Disaster Studios. From Disaster Studios by Frank... Frank Kincaid. Frank Kincaid is yeah. Christopher Walken's character. Yes. First, I have to say that this was created in 2008, but it looks like it's been around since 1991. The disaster uses the old earthquake ride okay. so i mean that's where the ending comes into place it's sure 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 but but honestly that was the this, best part for this me. re-theme well yeah that's that's all anyone wants all I, that, I wish you could just walk that into could, that dude that literally should be yeah. all it is but instead they decided they needed to do this whole we're gonna make a movie out of you kind of like backlot mm-hmm. style where first we're gonna pick uh we're gonna pick some people to scream and then we're gonna pick an old lady and then we're gonna pick a young kid and then we're going to pick a, a hunk and all that stuff. Sure. And so then they, they get everyone in there and then they move them into the next downstage. And that's whenever there's all these green screens set up and like tiny props. And well, even before then, right? Don't you get to go oh, to yeah, that? Sorry. This sorry. is the cool part. So this is where this was one of the most cool technological things is they have this cool holographic projection where Frank Frank Abnail, Kincaid. Frank Kincaid goes on these projection projections and he walks on the stage kind of interacting with Lonnie, Lonnie our yeah. live-action director's assistant. Yeah. So it's and cool the way that they can interact. They walk around each other. You know, he's... Or he does, I guess Lonnie's always behind him. But he's beside slash behind it, him. Yeah. It's nice. To, it's cool projection technology. Oh, it, yeah. and the technology is amazing, except it's also Christopher Walken at his most stereotypical self. Yeah. Like, he's he's playing himself up. He is. To, to a point that it's almost unbearable. Like... I, I don't even know. I just how love to that describe. we still have him up on the screen. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving him up no, there. No, he's great. We don't. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, he's here. <laughs> he's in this room. Very oh, special guest, wow. Christopher Walken. <laughs> That's not Dustin at all. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, <laughs> it's so, a disaster. Wow. But, I mean, he, he runs you through that you're going to be making a disaster movie. Goes, it costs yeah. lots of money to do, and unfortunately, time is money. I, I learned they're, that. They're very, yeah. they're very much out of it. So we got to pick a bunch of people from the audience, mm-hmm. and we got to make them part of the movie. And and they're filming shots at the same time. I mean, there's no time to even. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just a yeah, mess. I mean, six people, minutes to do six pickup shots. I mean, basically, we learned that Christopher Walken is a horrible at time management. I mean, he just yeah. has oh, no. Yeah. No Frank, skills. Frank Kincaid's a terrible director. Yeah. He's made a lot of great movies, and including like the, I, I think he actually invented the original Sharknado before that was actually a thing. It I would mean, fit with his disaster. He's studios. made a lot of terrible ones, yeah. and but but anyways, yeah, they they all go into this room and they set everyone up and they film yeah. these scenes, and it, it it's, it's hokey just, and it's, it's fun. Off. I mean, if your family members up there, you're gonna like it. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'll like it. Yeah, but so they do all that. They don't really explain. But then you know Christopher Walken. He, he jumps in to let you know, like, oh, in the audience, you do this part where you're, like, all waving, like, oh, that mm-hmm. stinks. Something stinks. And so he's like, wow, you guys, you did such a great job. We're going to put you into the movie now as extras. Which is a surprise for everyone. I mean, I think everyone was delighted. Oh, heck, I was surprised. Yeah. I couldn't have been more more plum happy about it. Yeah, so then the doors open behind you, and you get corralled into the next room, which is where the subway tram is. Yeah, so this is kind of the main uh, attraction for me. This yeah. was kind of the, the part where you're on a ride. You're going to go into a subway. It's earthquake. Uh, tra- it's earthquake. It's earthquake. Yeah. In, Holly, in Hollywood, it's the part of the tram tour. Exactly. But here, yeah. it's its individual little it's subway car that you get into. Only only seven per row. Seven per row. And can I say that there was no grouping? So they just let you loose to sit in these rows. And then they corrected afterwards. So there was, like, fighting. And there was families being split up. Oh, and like, I think they're lost forever. I think that they... But they pack these rooms so solid. These rows, yeah. That... Well, the rows and the rooms, oh, and the like, r- they have a certain amount of people in it. So if you don't think about splitting yourselves up, if you have eight people in your party, you, you know, split, split up, up four and four. If you do, like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll trick them. We'll get eight people in a row. They literally don't say, yeah. oh, take a couple people with you and go back. They're like, oh, we need one person to go to the last row. They just rip you away. And Children were taken from parents. And, and it was very sad. It was. It's very sad. Yeah. But so then, you know, then, then the assistant... Pick up cameraman, Mr. Lonnie. Mikey. Oh, oh no, no Mikey. the other guy, the camera guy, Mikey. So many characters. He he set you up. Hey guys, you're going into a, uh, you're going into Subway for the final disaster part of it, yep. and uh, you know, it just I'll I'll be teaching, I'll I'll be reading out things for you to do. So practice your screaming and your shocked face and all that. So it, it moves into a subway station yep. and then just stops and. I mean, this you're just sitting there, and then you you know that something's happening. An earthquake is an coming. earthquake. Oh, and then like water comes down from the subway stairwells. There's another car that almost crashes into you. Well, a tanker truck comes a down truck, and sets everything on fire. A blaze. Yeah, and that's yeah. whenever the uh, the other subway car starts coming out of its its okay, subway yeah. hole, and then I think just that's starts, what it's called. Just yeah. starts wrecking all over the place, sure. and everyone's making reactions. And then the the pinnacle part of the ride is after all this happens. And if you're in the back part of the tram or the subway car tram, you don't get to see like anything. You see maybe like one thing of water come that out, is true, yeah. and that you can't see anything. It's terrible. But then as everything goes black and they're backing you out, you get to see the film that was being made. They they edited it literally in like the the trailer in about they're great. 
I mean, those ca- those team members. Ten seconds at most. They put it all together, and so you're backing out, and you're watching the trailer for Mother Nature. Oh, yeah. We forgot the I name of the movie. Believe, yeah, we didn't the even the name about. of this movie that you're filming is Mother Nature. Mother M-U-D-H-A. Nature. Starring Mother. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, is The, the Rock is in it. Who? There was another s- s- person in it. I, I, that's not helpful to anyone. But it was yeah. another celebrity. But and then they show how like all the the green screen scenes they filmed before and made throw it, them it, in. Yeah, and it's oh, it, it's terrible. Even if your family's in it, like you've got to be a little bit embarrassed. That oh, it's <laughs> mortifying. I mean, I would never want to be up there. Like, and that's that's the worst part about it. Is people are like openly volunteering. Yeah, I want to be a part of it. I think if they knew the end product, they would not yeah. want to have anything to do with it. They would probably just. Go to another ride. You're probably right. So, that's that's disaster. Yeah, a disaster in itself. It is a disaster. So those those are the two: Beetlejuice and Disaster. We understand so that some bad, people like bad. them, but they are just plain so bad. It's bad. It's true. And uh, but you know, I'm sure some people out there do enjoy it. And if you if you do enjoy it, let us know why. Because um, I I'd, I'd really like to pick your brain. Maybe they can be a, yeah. a guest on our show to explain it. Maybe. One yeah. day. We'll add it on to the guests that will never come. One day. It's like the, the guest of Christmas Pass. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that one. Let's let's wrap this thing up okay. by announcing the winners. The winners of what? The winners of that we, stuff we were giving away a that while That crap. Ago. You're so enthusiastic about this. You really care. Oh, yeah. I'm, we talked about the good stuff. We did. We, the good stuff that's so else, bad, it's good. You know what? We're giving away free stuff. They should be happy. We are. So like five months ago, we did a show about Cabana Bay. That's eons for you and me, Russ. Yeah. Good job. So anyway, we get we have the stuff, the swag we got, and one of them was a Cabana Bay baseball cap that uh-huh. was teal for uh-huh. ladies. Um, then there was a lollipop, right? A lollipop with a re-sticker. With a re-stickable sticker. A re-sticker. No, just, okay. just a re-sticker. A re-sticker. But I feel like that's not clear they, enough. They patented it. Re-sticker. All right. And then, what's the other thing? Oh, oh, the best. The, the Transformers. The Transformers notepad <laughs> that no one wanted. <laughs> but a lot of people well, wanted Everyone actually wanted this. We made fun of it Very a shocking. lot, but everyone yeah. really wanted it. So, so, we've chosen the winners. Mm-hmm. I will start with the lollipop with the re-sticker. Uh-huh. This is from a YouTube comment, which I don't have the person's actual name, but mm-hmm. their screen name is JavaMan42749. Okay. So congratulations, Java Congratulations. Man. You will be getting a message from us. Yes. And how we can send you this wonderful lollipop. Probably uh, with how we do it probably in, about, in the next six to ten business days. Oh, I was going to say like a couple, like three weeks. Okay. We'll, we'll send it. That works. No, I'm kidding. We'll be on time with this because I'm sure you're waiting for that lollipop. Yeah. Then the Cabana Bay hat, mm-hmm. which was that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Color. Could have just brought them to reshow. Them, I don't have them. I mean, they are locked away. I think in someone's apartment. From Twitter, Nigel Whitehall. Ooh. So I, I think that he wants to give it to his uh, his significant lady friend. That's fine. So and he can wear it if he wants it. Oh, oh, no too. judging, no judging. Yeah, his, yeah. it's good for ladies and men. Nothing wrong with that. All right, thank you. References. Oh, references. <laughs> and the transformers. And the best notepad. thing is the Transformers pad. Yes. This goes to someone on Facebook. Actually, I believe, I'm very excited actually because this person is in live chat. So mm-hmm. she's one of the very special 70 people. And I apologize if I get this name uh, pronounced incorrectly, but Kirsty Kiernut is the winner of the Transformers pad that everyone wanted. So she will be the talk of the town. Enjoy, Kirsty. 
for the Transformers Notepad. You can give it to someone you love, or you could use it for your special notes, a diary. I hope you have a large junk drawer, because that's <laughs> right where this thing's going. It's going in the garbage. <laughs> it's going in there. No. But anyway, congratulations, yeah. everybody. We'll be in contact through whatever you commented on. So Yeah. So yeah. Uh, thanks for putting up with us this episode. I know it was long. It was it was difficult to get through, but we made it all together, and I feel like there's we are now have a special bond between all of us uh, for it. About these, about what? Well, the, I wasn't making the answer. bad stuff, the the prizes. It's just we had a really special time today. We did. Thank you, Mr. So, Rogers. Thank you. So we'll we'll be right. back in uh, okay. in two weeks, and we'll be talking about something very very secretive that we can't tell you about yeah. and okay. uh so you'll just have know. to stay tuned for that you don't need to know okay okay well, so okay. we'll see you next this time it's not watchable anymore hey we'll <laughs> we'll see you next time guys thanks Bye, for watching thanks.